Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to episode number 13 of the Deep Dive in the Left Field podcast. My name is Jack, otherwise known as MLB Nerds on Instagram. And I'm here with Joe, my co host, Ryan Garcia, otherwise known as Yankee Stat Talk on YouTube. In today's podcast, you'll have an NL West offseason review. We'll be giving our grades. We'll also be doing our top 10 NL uh, West players and a like mini war draft. Sorry, sorry, we did a war draft last time, but this is just for the NL West. And we'll explain a bit more when we get to that part. We'll also be doing our NL West theme trivia for the day. So this is all NL West episode. We'll be doing this for all six divisions. Today's the NL West. Um, before we get into it, big thank you to our sponsor, Relevant. Uh, Relevant is the best social networking app out there, better than apps like Clubhouse, uh, if you're trying to, if you're looking to uh, join a bunch of other people and a joint interest, whether whatever hobby, sports, whatever it is that you want to talk about, uh, make sure to download the app in our description uh, and our socials at Deep Drive Pod and my Instagram at MLB Nerds. You can find them there, or you can just go to the App Store and download the relevant app. Thank you again to Relevant for sponsoring today's podcast, and let's get into it. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Getting into our first segment of today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the NLS, like we said. Uh, we're going to be doing our off-season review and season preview uh, at the same time. We won't be including records for today's podcast. They'll be in our master uh, season prediction, one that comes before the season. Uh, but let's just get it started uh, with Ryan. Ryan, who had the best off-season in the NL West? I think that it's a little bit of a hot. I think it's a little bit of a hotter take if I went with like the Dodgers, but I think just how much the Padres got better by because of how much pitching they added. I have to go with the Padres. Obviously, the Dodgers had a great offseason, but I'm just looking at it from uh, purely the Padres went from a good team to one of the three best teams in baseball. I think they took a bigger leap than the Dodgers did. The Dodgers went from clear favorites to uh, clearer favorites. So I just don't think their win totals or win percentage is going to spike as much as the Padres will. So that's kind of why I'm going to edge the Padres over the Dodgers here, but the, pa- the Dodgers had a great off season. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, we'll be doing our, our full grades at the end of this segment, but I, I'd have to say the Padres, they had the best off season in the NL West. Uh, I think some, some NL West teams sort of, I don't know if they flew under the radar, but they're getting a bit too much hate, uh, Colorado Rockies, I don't think they had too bad of an offseason. I understand they traded Nolan Arenado, um, but I don't think it was too bad of a deal, and I'll get into why in a bit. Uh, but before we, before I do that, James, what do you think about the uh, the the NL West offseason? Who won the NL West offseason? Well, I think this is a pretty obvious pick. Everybody's going to have the Padres, right? They got so much Back better. Padres? Did the, yeah, you're muted, by the way, but did the, the Padres win the offseason? I think you got to think they're up there. They got significantly better. I just don't know if they're going to be better than the Dodgers. I don't think they win the division, yeah. but I definitely think they had the best offseason. And so if we want to, like, take a look at the Padres, what they did, yeah, they, you know, they, obviously yeah. you trade for Darvish, you trade for Snell, you sign Kim, you you get Profar back. Get Musgrove, my boy. Got Musgrove, Musgrove too. baby. Ella. Musgrove, baby. Kellen Melanson. Like, it's it's a yeah. great offseason. I yeah. don't think and, – and they didn't even overpay for anybody. Like, yeah. Yeah. May, maybe Profar, maybe Kim. Kim is, is a wild card. We have no idea how he, good he's going He's a 50, he's a 50 uh, FV prospect according to fan graphs. So he's like, if you scale him on the product level, he's a, he's a pretty good major league prospect. So at worst, he's a bust and you pay what? It's like a four-year contract. It's, 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 a so it's, five, it's like a five-year 
thirty something million dollar deal. It's not a bad deal at all, yeah. even if he doesn't. He just has to be a two win player. If he just has good defense, he'll be worth his contract because he yeah. played shortstop, right? Yeah, he yeah just but he's not going to play every day. So that's probably. Yeah, yeah, but again, all you have to do is well, be good defensively. I would assume if Kim is good this year, he'll be every day last next year because he'll let Fam walk and they'll move Cronenworth to left because Fam is in a contract year. So, or maybe they'll right. move Fam for some pitching. So Cronenworth moves to left. They said they're going to move. I, I don't <laughs> they don't need pitching either. No, I said they're moving. They, yeah, I don't the, know what yeah. they move for. Maybe some I don't even know what they need. Their bullpen is so underrated. Yeah, they're bullpen. They could do anything. They, they want. lost Rosenthal, but they get Kayla, they get Blanson, they get still got Pomerantz. Uh, they bounce back from Pagan. Who, who else you say? Uh, they're gonna get bounce back performances from a lot of their guys. A lot. Yeah. They have young guys like who? What's Austin Adams? They have in there. Austin they have Adams. Ryan Weathers. Didn't Don't they? Follow, they traded you know, Munoz though, right? Followed me. Yeah, it's a marriage. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Real quick, the Cowboys signed Dak Prescott. I know we're not a football podcast, but that's pretty interesting. I think it's a big deal. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, back to baseball. Um, so, Padre, they also signed the Tatis extension, which I think was one of the better moves of the offseason. Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily the Padres. Yeah, I, mean, I think you could actually say is the Padres' best move of the offseason, and they had a lot of good moves. But getting Tatis on that deal, when he's projected with the regression, he's projected to get $4.5 million per war on a yearly basis. I think it's an absolute steal. Yeah, that's an underrated deal. Like, there's no – I mean, there are certain people – out there who are saying that's a bad deal because he's unproven or whatever. He, he from 2019 to 2020, he answered any question you possibly could have had about his game. He, his yeah. defense was bad in 2019. It was great in 2020. His BABIP was high in 2019. It was blow league average in 2020. Like he's still, and, he, and he's 23. There's no downside there really, unless like he gets hurt maybe. But other than that, I don't see a way it doesn't work out for them. Yeah, absolutely. I also think that extension did one thing that I don't think I, – I know it's not, like, uh, quantifiable, but it also – it's a message to San Diego that, like, you know how many people – there's so many people who probably were like, okay, Tatis probably going to get traded, though, in his sixth year or fifth year of arbitration because of the Padres. It solidifies that we are going to keep our guy. This is your franchise guy. He's here to stay. We did we we keep we're keeping him. We're dedicating our assets to building around him. He's your guy, San Diego. This is the future of San Diego baseball. He's going to be your guy. Embrace him. Take him in. I think it's a it's a definitely a change in direction from where this franchise was at the start of twenty twenty, where everyone not everyone even thought they were going to be the playoff team. I, I know James, you were high on them, but not everyone thought they were going to be a playoff team. And also with that signing, like I think. Th- this offseason solidifies the Padres are going to spend like a big market team for the next 10 years, 15 years until goes over, you know, and then once that deal, like that's a terrible contract, but once it's over, then you have so much more financial flexibility and, and you have the what second or third best farm system in the entire league. Like they're in a perfect position moving forward and they they can contend this year and they could reasonably, reasonably contend in 2030. Yeah. Plus, who doesn't want to sign and play in San Diego? Like, that's such a nice oh, city. Nice city. It's true. Like, oh, is, is it a nice city? Besides taxes, it, it, it's very nice. You could, but you could probably, but like, when you get a big contract, you're loaded already. But well, like, if you're getting, well, there's a difference between like Florida and San Diego. There's a pretty big difference if you're getting that kind of money. Well, yeah, anyway, but what Florida yeah. team are you going to go to? Well, I mean, Marlins aren't going to spend. Marlins. Marlins. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Florida, no state income tax, obviously. So, like, you're you're gonna end up getting paying. I'm just saying, you're getting. You're paying all this tax, so uh, it is also like it, it's. I think it's sort of why I don't know if it's actually why, but San Diego 
was it really wishing to willing to dish out, dish out those big contracts? Obviously, 2015, absolute disaster. They traded for Kimbrel, they traded for Kemp, uh, and they traded Kemp for Yasmani Grandal, who became one of the better players in the league, best catcher in baseball, which is something I'm sure they would take back. That 2015 was a disaster. And they really rebuilt. And they still got guys like Ryan Weathers, who aren't projected to be on their team. He's, he's projected to be in the bullpen. Ryan Weathers, he, he's, he had a, I don't like, I think this is pretty irrelevant, but it's pretty cool. He had like a point zero eight zero zero nine. ERA in college? I, I'm not entirely sure. High school, I think. High I school. Went to yeah, that was that was high school. That was ridiculous. But I'm I'm pretty sure Weathers like dad or uncle or uncle had he was a pitcher for and he pitched for the Yankees at some point. I'm, my dad was telling is me this, something is about this that. true. Yeah, his, I mean, he, his, his, his Ryan Weathers, his dad or uncle. He he someone oh, yeah, it, his it, dad's David Weathers. Yeah, yeah, there we go. He pitched for the Yankees at some point. Now my dad told was telling me about that. I didn't believe him at first, but he, he did. They also stole yeah. Robert Hassel of the, the, the third. Oh well, David gonna, Weathers. David Weathers had a ni- had a nineteen year MLB career. Yeah. You did Ryan Weathers? No, David his dad. David. All right, fucking no. Nah, that's what I meant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's gonna be. They're they're front system still loaded. On top of the fact, they're getting Mike Clevenger back next season. Obviously, you know he wasn't that. great, but per pitcher and they, they tra- and they traded the best catcher in the league for him, right, Jack? Yeah, they did. Yeah. But, no, I'm sure they can get over that. They do have Austin Nola, pretty solid, but uh. Mike Clevenger was fifth in pitcher digs in 2019. Uh, not my favorite stat. I don't know too much about it, but it correlates pretty well with Sierra from what I've seen with minimal research. I think Clevenger is also very good. I think he's kind of underrated, um, but he's not, you know, he's not a, like a top. I don't know if he's really a top 10 pitcher at this point. He's still really, really good. I would call him a top 20 pitcher for sure. And that's, yeah, definitely their, top 20. No, absolutely and that's top their third top 20 pitcher. He's so. their third, and you got McKenzie Gore, who's the top three prospect. And like Mac and Musgrove and Lamette, this shit, it's like, it's and Musgrove so can take a much big step forward. And... Musgrove can take a huge step. They're just, <laughs> and also on top of it with their prospects, like who's stopping them from going out and getting someone else in the, during the deadline if they want to? They can trade for anyone. They, they, have, exactly. they have so much like Joey young talent. They could trade for anybody. I just worry that guys like Eric Hosmer, Will Myers, or maybe even Trent Grisham is not going to give them the production they got last year, especially Eric, o- Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer won. Yeah, Hosmer but, I think, but I think at Myers some point, I don't, I don't think Myers will either because Myers is like playing at like an MVP level and he won't do that again. So they're going to need their pitching anyway, to step up. Let's get into our offseason grades. Uh, for well, actually, we talked way too much, but let's talk a bit, a bit more about the other teams because we talked about the Padres for a while. Well, well, we'll we'll do one team at a time. All right, fine. What Padres are we, very good. good. There's a reason we're, we're talking about Padres. Very, very good. Padres, I gave the Padres an A plus, which is my only A plus grade in my entire ranking. So, what do you guys give the Padres? A plus. A plus. Fantastic. Plus is all around. Yeah, I think oh, I'll give him an A. No, I'll give a, him an A. A from Jackson. All right. Harsh grader. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's talk about the Diamondbacks real quick. Does it take like two seconds? They signed a couple of relievers. They did nothing else. See, for me, that, that I don't have anything else to say, honestly. I, I honestly, I feel like I'm going to give them like a, a, a D. They didn't, what direction did they take this offseason? Like, are they going to rebuild? Are they like, they didn't do anything to push themselves either further down the rebuild or if they're going to try to, cont- I don't think they're going to try to contend. I thought they were going to try to rebuild. They did really nothing to continue the rebuild and to continue to build up that farm system. So I just, they just didn't do anything. And that's not a good offseason. When you don't continue to expand on your rebuild and continue to, uh, you know, 
find ways to uh, supplement your farm system or supplement and get pe- buy low on some targets so you can sell them at the deadline. In my opinion, you didn't do much. I know they got some relievers, yeah. but you can't yeah, sell they, them relievers. I mean, they signed what? They signed... As Dribble Cabrera. Uh, and... Tyler Clipper. Chris Davinsky. Uh, Heath Fillmeyer, Anthony Swarzak. But none of those guys, if they Joaquin do well... Are, you can't Chris sell Davinsky. relievers at a good price, though. Ryan Buckter. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just, just a, it's just a like lot a of relievers. Of, yeah, you can't and you can't sell relievers at a high and, price at the deadline. I mean, they they have some solid bats. You know, you have Marte, Peralta, Walker, Escobar, but like me, and you have Nick Ahmed, who's pretty cool. Very I good love defender. Nick Ahmed. I love him. and Tim LaCastro. Oh yeah, of course. Tim LaCastro. Anyway, so what does everybody give the Diamondbacks? I gave him a C. I give him a D. C minus. I give him a D as well. I give him a C. C. All right. Moving on to the San Francisco Giants. I know you guys love the Giants, so I'm going to let you guys talk about them. Uh, right out of the gate, just real quick, I love Giants offseason, off season, really good offseason, but I'll let Jackson talk about the offseason because he's like his idol, <laughs> Farhan Zadi. So. I mean, I just I just love the Giants. Love uh, the I'll Giants. try to pull Same. up. But Farhan Zadi, I mean, I also, I'm also from when I was born, Bay Area, so I kind of like them there. But I, they signed Justin Bohr. Well, I think he's a they good signed one. a lot more than that. Yeah, I know, I'm saying Justin Bohr. Uh, they got Alex Smith. Wood, Anthony Stefani. Wood is such a good signing. Tommy Costello oh. was good. Well. Costello is a great signing too. Like the, they, uh, unlike Brown the Diamondbacks, they signed a bunch of guys who actually have deadline value. Yeah, no. If Wood pitches like he did in, I think, 2017 or 2018, you could get a you not not like a haul, like a like a guy with multiple years of control, but you could get something from him. Same with Gosman. Him and Gosman, I think, are going to be pieces that people are going to be looking after i think i think the same thing you could say for d sclafani he's on a one-year deal he's yeah you know it's a reclamation project but why not because he's a starting pitcher starting pitchers have a lot of value at them and i think i you know it might be tough for some like giants fans to see them go but i think you could probably see what you can get for brandon belt probably something probably a lot Um, of them he's really good belt's really good and he's he's not on a terrible contract like i don't know uh crawford's on a like Crawford's on a bad deal and and Longoria's on a bad deal and they probably so. yeah Crawford's I, I I what a lot of people don't bring up is Crawford is such a good defender is not a great def- elite defender but he's a good defender so if a team is looking for just a bench piece you could maybe sell him for something and he's also going to be making yeah, half of his, the salary at the deadline what is it like 12 million 13 million it's, it would be cut in half yeah it's, it's not that bad like he's expiring and they have they have so much, and and this is San Francisco. It's a massive market. They have money to spend. Yeah, they're and and like everybody on this team for the most part is on a small contract or an expiring contract. Yeah, they're so, gonna they're gonna be fine. So they next farm system too. Marco so Luciano. next next off season they could sign anyone really, like any free agent who they yeah. kind of want to. Yeah, the team isn't bad now. What's that? It's a pretty good team right now. It's it's good all around. Yeah, it's just not been. as good as the Giants are the perfect example of what every single rebuilding team should be doing. Exactly. Yeah, they they bought low on so many players that they get so high on. It's like, just perfect. Like there are teams that are rebuilding, like like we just had the Diamondbacks, who you know they did nothing this offseason because they're rebuilding and they're not trying to win. The Giants aren't trying to win anything next year. They're going to win some games, but they set themselves up for a future that's way brighter than it was whenever Farhan took over a couple of years ago. And so you have a situation where you can 
sign people, you can trade, you can trade your guys. And then like this team could realistically be contending by 2023 or 24. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is not something that I can say about the Diamondbacks or the Rockies. So, yeah. yeah. Like I said, farm system, Elliot Ramos, Joey Bart, Marco Luciano. They've got a couple guys down there. They're going to continue to build that farm. Canario. What's that? Yeah, I love Alexander Canario. Yeah. It's mean, uh, so grades, grades. Uh, I gave the Giants an A minus. I give the Giants a B plus. B plus. I gave him. I give him an A. A. Jackson. I'll give him. I'll give him a B plus. B plus. All right. So we're all in that B plus A minus A range, I guess. Uh, so moving on to the Rockies. Rockies. They did one significant thing this offseason. It was trading Nolan Arenado. I think it's actually a pretty solid move on the Rockies part. They did give up a bit. Of, they obviously to, you have to kick in some cash to trade that kind of contract. Marlins did it with Stanton. Rockies did it with Arenado. And you could even argue Stanton was had higher trade value than Arenado because uh, he was a better player coming off an MVP season at the time. Though Arenado's deal is slightly worse, better because uh, it's uh, it's a less long, it's not as long, and there's a potential opt out. Uh, they didn't get much from. I actually kind of like Elias Montero. Kind of, a, I think he's pretty solid. I don't think he's gonna be anything too great, but I think he's pretty solid. Uh, so Ryan, what are your thoughts on the offseason for the Rockies? For me, I agree with you that they have to move Arenado. They were never going to win any games at this point with Arenado. They were they were never going anywhere with Arenado on the team. Arenado was not did not want to stay on the Rockies. It was very clear that Arenado and the Rockies they were they, the relations between Arenado and the Rockies had dissipated. You had to move him. I think I have to dog them though. I understand they had to make the trade, but the fact that it got to this point is why it's in my eyes not a good thing that it happened. I, they had to do it because it got bad, but it got bad because the Rockies couldn't front office mishandled. It wasn't anything on Arnado's part. The Rockies front office is just a, a mess. Well, they, if they want yeah. to make the Arnado trade worth it, they have to gut the front office. The front office is atrocious. It's terrible. I, I see what you're saying, but also uh, you're basically saying that they shouldn't have signed Arnado an extension. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because they could not, there is literally no way they would have gotten more if they could have. They they could not have gotten more. They could have uh, traded him a while ago, though. They also could have not yeah. completely dissipated the relationship with your franchise third baseman. Well, that could have also happened. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it made would have made much of a difference because he should be traded anyway. He's not going to be in their contending window, and he's on a terrible contract. Well, not I don't know about terrible. It's not it's terrible, terrible at all. Right, but you wouldn't have been great. Uh, but it, it's not, I don't it's know. Not it's not a bad contract. It's a bad contract. It's not. How is it a bad contract? How much is he getting paid? Is he getting paid 40 million? No. No, he's getting well, paid it, over eight years. I think till how much money? Age 38 season. Okay. How much yeah, money is he making per year? What is it? 32 much, million? No, I'm pretty sure it's closer to 30 without the $50 million here for the Cardinals. I'm talking about the Rockies. So 30, so, no, no, no. I right. mean like in total, just the AAV, just based sure on when they gave him the contract. Twenty-seven million. So we're talking about a guy who's about a five-win player every single season. Rockies, you also have to consider the Rockies are a smaller market team. They're not out there spending big butts. The big butts. They have like actually spent some money. Fucking Davis, Ian Desmond. They're not going to go. But that's out and find their like problem. Program. That's why this is a bad thing because they continue to make bad buys and the, no one wants AV to go is, there. The AV is thirty-two point five. But I think thirty-two point five for that but for Nolan Arenado. What, what I'm saying mainly is also the Rockies are a smaller market team and they had to overpay some mid-tier guys to actually get them to come. You were even, they would not, the Rockies signed, offered Garrett Cole the money the Yankees did without the Yankees offering him. Garrett Cole would not have gone to play in Colorado. He would have gone to the Angels, maybe taken slightly less in a bigger market. 
Um, and it comes down to it comes out of market, which isn't necessarily the Rockies' fault. Their location. I will say also, Jeff Bradish, terrible GM. Dick Monfort, fucking terrible owner. It, it's like their their front office is an absolute mess. But I don't think it's necessarily the front office that could have completely resolved the Arnada situation. No, that being said, also I, the reason why that's I, literally I, their responsibility. That's it is their, their responsibility. It's their responsibility. I, don't think, I don't think they could have necessarily resolved the situation. I Meaning they couldn't have obviously they gave Arnada the extension. But it was not a good extension. I mean, at least to me, it's not a good contract. You might think it's a good contract. That's fine. The, I, don't think it's I would give. Okay, I'll I'll tell you this. Do you think the Cole contract is a bad contract? Not for the Yankees. No, it would be a bad contract for the Rockies. Yes, because the okay, Rockies that's a fair point. That kind that's of money. That, that's Yankees, fair. Yankees give Aaron out of that deal. I would not. I, I mean, he's an overpay because Derby is such a stacked position to begin with. And it's know, a lot more replaceable. It's a lot more replaceable than a, a top two starting pitcher. Um, but you also got to consider Yankees. The, 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 they're, they're a different team. You're, yeah, team. okay. That that was a poor comparison on my team. part. So that's what. But I, I just saying. would say, yeah. I, I I think I agree that they had to make the trade, and that's why I'm like I think people are killing them for the trade. No, they had to make the trade, and whatever they got, they had to take whatever they could take. They made the right decision trading him, and I think the trade grade on its own is I would give them a solid grade, but. Yeah. Because of how it got to that point, I can't say that they did, you know, they're, they're, this is a good shot showing from the front office. No, 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 no. Yeah. They screwed it up and they had to cover their, their own behind. This is them covering up, covering their own behind from everything they messed up up until that point. Yeah. And also, you know, I, oh, yeah, go ahead. I just don't understand how Trevor's story hasn't been traded yet. That's what I was going to get into. This yeah, is, I was going to say, yeah, I, I was going to say my, grade for the Rockies is docked, not necessarily because they are not a deal, but it's because Marquez and Story are still on that team, and John Gray for that matter. They also have some value. Well, I understand John Gray. He just came John off Gray is fine. He's, he's, and he's, he's not, I mean, I not that, great. Like, he's like, not great, but he's had Trevor Story is, is an elite Story, shortstop. Story Marquez, you can trade him. Better examples for sure. Yeah, like, I, I don't see why they don't at least prod it. Like, I understand maybe teams aren't – maybe you're not getting the calls that you want to be getting, but just go prod a team. Go say, like, hey, we're all – you know, Trevor Stores in the market. You know, I know you guys were interested in a shortstop. You mean to tell me a team like – you mean to tell me like a team like the Reds who are actively looking for a shortstop? Uh, a team like the Yankees before they signed DJ LeMay who were actively – you couldn't have prod them with it. Like, hey, look, we're offering story. We're just putting that out there. You know, we're, we're ready to move him. If you guys give us something, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll be able to talk over a deal. And then it comes out that, and then they, pu- it's basically publicly public knowledge that they're not going to extend him. What? Like, don't make right. it public knowledge. Now every team knows you're not going to extend them. So they're like, if you're not going to give this to us now, we're going to, we're going to steal him from you at the deadline. Or we're going to just pick him up in free agency. We have See, no reason to overpay. I think one thing, this may not make any sense, but I think Trevor's story would have been perfect for the A's if they didn't give up too much because they're not obviously not going to re-sign him to a massive deal because they're the A's, but like, he's not. He probably wouldn't be willing to pay their, his fucking contract. Even though yeah. Like, they fucking, they deferred money. But they're money paying Elvis Andrews. No, no, they're not paying the full thing. They're, because they traded Chris Davis' contract in order to get, pick him up. Yeah, they, they literally got money for the Andrews deal because yeah. they, the Rangers still ate some of Andrews' contract while taking on the Davis contract. Oh, but even though there's there's teams out there that would have yeah. taken Trevor's yeah, story. Not, not the A's maybe, but the, I, don't, they, I don't even know what the Reds because they're not a contending position. And they should have pounced on the Yankees when the DJ LeMay thing was dragging on. They should have put so much yeah. pressure like, hey, 
Look, yo, we're ready. We're, we will make this move. You you can cut all time. We'll make this move with you right now. DJ is going to sit there. He's going to make you wait. We'll make this move right now. And they could have death because I know that the situation there was waning and they, they're just not actively trying to do anything. I think they're, I think what they don't want to do is they don't want to, they don't want to trade, um, Arenado and um and they didn't want to trade Arenado and store in the same offseason because they want to they care about their brand like the when the Marlins traded Stanton they moved Yelich and Ozuna in the same offseason they did not mm-hmm. care how bad it looked if mm-hmm. they know did, what they want to do work, though. it, it did it but well. no the yeah the Yelich trade was very bad the Stanton trade was good and I think the Ozuna trade was solid but the Yelich the trade, trade was good too because like you got what Alcantara or whatever but the Stanton trade was good because he got rid of the contract and they got Sterling Castro. You know, yeah, know. he's a good, great guy. If you know, you know. But shout out, shout out, Nats Brazil. Nats, oh, yeah, if you know, you know. Uh, anyways, grades. I gave the Rockies a C plus. I'm giving him a D minus because I just got worked up over the whole story thing. I also have them as a D minus. I might, I might give him a B minus just because I love CJ Crone and I love I their draft. I think CJ Crone's going to be. Of a huge year, and I oh, think Zach true. Green and Drew Romo were great first round picks, especially Zach Green. That's not the off season. That's yeah, we were that time out. We were counting did drafts. Not, did it not happen during the off season? No, it happened during no, the regular. It season, happened during it? the regular no. season. Doesn't oh, it happened in the off season previous. It happened in the previous off season, technically. Right? No, it, it didn't. didn't happen. Did it? No, no, oh, no, yeah, I guess. I guess it was okay. Then I'll give him if I'm not counting that because that's how I think of it. All right, I'll give him like a, I guess C then because I like I just love CJ Crone. Crown's gonna be a beast in that stadium. Yeah, no, he's gonna they, they can, if watch them not sell trade him though, and so he leaves in free agency for nothing. They're gonna do that. They're that type of front office. They're terrible. Right, moving on to our yeah, final team here, the Los Angeles yeah, Dodgers. They did a couple things. They got Alex Vicia in a trade for Dylan Floro. Big fan of that. Um, they also traded did a couple other minor deals. Um, they brought back Justin Turner and they signed Lee Trevor Bauer. Um, Ryan, let's let's start with you. What are your thoughts on the Dodgers offseason? I mean, it was just brilliant. Like you, so the entire offseason, everyone's like, "Oh, what are the Dodgers doing? What are the Dodgers doing? The Padres do this and that." They never overreact. Bauer basically, they 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 stay in the hunt for Bauer the entire time. The you know they find out Bauer really likes to wants to go to LA kind of more than he wants to go to New York. They swoop in, they steal him from the Mets. Not only does that mean that they weak that an NL team that could have probably that arguably could have pushed uh, to beat them in the NL had they gotten Bauer. They took Bauer. Now they have Bauer. Bauer's a very good starting pitcher. Um, and on top of that, all the minor trades they made, I like those trades. And I liked that the fact that they got Turner back and I didn't think they paid him too much money. I thought they paid him a nice, a, a good contract for his production. Overall, the Dodgers did everything you could have asked them to do. They, they maintained their team and they got better by adding Bauer. They've cemented themselves as heavy World Series favorites. And I think they'll be able to repeat this season for the first time since the Yankees did it in the, uh, in the 2000 season. Yeah, and I also forgot a couple of things they did. They signed Tommy Canley. They signed Corey Knable. Both very solid moves, I thought. Uh, we'll get into Jackson. Uh, Jackson, what are your thoughts on the Dodgers offseason? I mean, I, I loved it just because I think it solidifies them as the best team in baseball by a lot. Uh, I like, you know, obviously the big moves, bringing Justin Turner back, signing Trevor Bauer is great. But, you know, you got Matt Davidson. You've got Sheldon Noisy, Alex Vasilla. You know, these small things that, you know, might win you like five games in a year, and that might be enough to get you over the positives. And James. 
Um, first of all, I, I like the Bauer signing a lot. The rich get richer. Uh, they just, you know, they, they already had a great rotation with, with Kershaw, with Bueller, you know, price is a question mark. You've got may who's who you guys like to call uh, a, what, a pitching ninja merchant. And you, you got Urias who's, you know, he's probably a reliever, but then you add the guy who won the Cy Young award, Mickey Mouse, if you care. Um, and he's still like, you know, he's not as good as some people are hyping up to be, but he's definitely a great pitcher and you're adding a lot there. And even with that, they brought back Turner anyways, which many people thought would be like one of the downsides of that signing, you know, it might put them in a little bit of a situation next year with re-signing Seager, but you know, if they win the world series, who cares? Yeah. My only concern with the Bauer deal is future cap, AKA next year with Seager, um, they, they got a couple. Do they have any more pending free agents? I'm pretty sure. Do they have Kershaw. Kershaw as well. Those are two pretty big guys. You know, if the Dodgers say fuck the luxury tax and they're willing to spend 300 plus mil, then whatever. You know, it is what it is. The virus is that bad. I, I do think, though, they're not going to be able to get back one of Kershaw and Seager, who are both better players than Bauer. So, um, you know, it's, Ooh, it's like breaks there. Kershaw's not going to be better than Bauer after next season. After so. next season, Kershaw, Kershaw's ending totals. He's going to be better. I don't care. Same okay, 2022, start of 2022. Who are you taking? Her, 30, what would it be? 35 year old Kershaw Bauer at that point or Bauer? What? Bauer's getting fucking. Kershaw's like 32. He's 32? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, he's 32. I mean, check. Oh, I got to check. This. He's 32, not to mention Bauer will be making $45 million in 2022. And Kershaw will be making, I would guess, like somewhere like 20. I think it's like 25. No, no. If he, he gets a new contract, we'll say 25, 20. Depends if we're kind of, maybe he'll say with the Dodgers, take a discount. We don't know. Yeah, um, Kershaw's 32. And I he, did not know that. He turns 33, 33. in like two weeks. No, yeah, and, and negative on the, the, the Bauer deal, but it's not like a terrible deal at the end of the day. It's but like, like time out. I don't think it's a net negative. I didn't okay. say I said it wasn't great. I just didn't say I said it was like it's like eh, you know. Worst case scenario, the Dodgers lose Seager and they but they and they keep Kershaw after winning probably the world. That's no, probably world what they do. They either go a world series. Okay, yeah, no I know one's that. guaranteeing the world series. I'm saying series, worst but case scenario, they the lose one of the two. Yeah. That's the worst oh, case scenario. But again, a world series is not guaranteed. If they win the world series, great contract, fine. Whatever, it doesn't matter. They just go, to, dude. As long as they, as long as they go to the World Series, the money they're gonna make is going to probably allow them to. Because remember, Kershaw's gonna probably come at a reduced rate, so the AAV for Kershaw is gonna is gonna be lower than last year. He walked to this point. If that's but if you're bringing back, Kershaw. why would he leave? Well, well, I mean, if he's not getting enough money, he's entering his prime. He's gonna try. Kershaw's already made a. Good he's entering his prime. Career. Seager. Seager, yeah. I mean, oh no, I'm talking about Seager. I'm talking about Kershaw. I said Kershaw's no, gonna come back I at a lower rate. Kershaw, Kershaw's made a bunch of money in his career. You could take a discount. Someone like Seager, who's probably their third best player, really? Like, he's their third best player? It's like, uh, sort of an issue. They don't it's bring tough. He'll still probably be a top three team in the league, but... Maybe Seager will leave, yeah. But I think they're going to play Seager with a good shortstop. I think that's yeah, possible. I'm not saying they can't. I'm mainly just saying I'd much rather have Seager than Bauer. And that's what they have. And but I don't know if I would. They're... they're their offense, their lineup, their position players are so good. Yeah, they can move one of the young guys. Yeah. What I'm also saying is also like, uh, if they, like I said, they win the World Series, it's fine. Obviously, good contract. But again, a World Series is never a guarantee. Um, they are the favorites by by far, though. Uh, so I will say for my offseason grade, I did give them a B plus slash A minus. Uh, if they didn't get Canely, 
Knabel, all the other small moves they made that were really good. I'd probably bump them down to a straight B, B plus, B plus B around there. But I'm going to give them a uh, B plus slash A minus. We should not dock teams for giving, putting, doing everything they can to win a World Series. I'm worried about the series. I'm really worried about the they're, series. But they're not, they, they don't, this, they're, they want to win a World Series in 2021. Yeah. They don't worry about the 2021, the, the yeah, offseason. It does come down to also. Okay, so, okay, so should they, should they, should, should they have traded for bets last year? Because the World Series wasn't a guarantee and signing bets is a top two player in baseball. Bauer makes player. them, Bauer makes them so much better. Like Does if they didn't get Bauer, Okay, if they didn't get Bauer, if, if, if they didn't get Bauer, the Mets got Bauer. If they didn't get Bauer, the Mets got Bauer. Would the Dodgers be the heavy, heavy, uh, no doubt favorites I to win the NL? I Bauer, but I don't think he's like in season. I don't think he's like going to change the ground by a lot. Syndergaard, like, Bauer, Carrasco versus Bueller, Kershaw, uh, Price. And Strum. And Strum is going to have a good year yeah, next year. But that's my point. The Mets would be able in a short series to beat the Dodgers I still think most, most times. I, I think you can. can. I think you're sort I of think you're seriously playoffs. underrating Bauer. The playoffs. Yeah, no, you are. I know okay. they're crap shoot, but you but just because they're crap shoot doesn't mean you take risks to get better and get and increase your chance of winning the World Series. All right, say they don't have Bauer in the rotation. Forget the mm-hmm. Mets just And it, but he he's gonna sign with the Mets. He he would sign yeah, with the Mets if he didn't sign with the Dodgers. I'm saying say the Dodgers and the Mets don't ma- match up, because there's a chance they don't. I, I'm just saying straight up the rotation without Bauer, Euler, Kershaw. Who, 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 the Price, Gonsolin, and Price, Gonsolin. Gonsolin? Is it Gonsolin or Gonsolin? Yeah. It's Gonsolin. Price, Gonsolin. They've got Urias. They've got, like I said, we already said Price. These are all I, I, impact I, arms. And but I'm now think of it like this. Power. They might have wanted another guy. They could have signed, I don't know. They, they could have signed another, another, like maybe they, fuck, they brought back Rich Hill, you know? These are all. I'm obviously not saying. But Rich Hill wasn't on their team yeah. last year. Rich Hill regressed uh, in 2020. Know, the Dodgers before, and that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say here is, if you could let me finish, what I'm trying to say here is, Trevor Bauer does not make the Dodgers from this tier to the next tier. That's what yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay, you can do that. Two things. Yes, they go from the best team in baseball to undeniably the best team in baseball. Favorites to begin with. I I don't think so. I don't think they were. I thought the Padres were close enough. I thought the Yankees were close enough to say that it's an open discussion. I think. I just don't think, like I said, I don't think Trevor Bauer is as good as you think. You're thinking he's a four. He's a four-win player in 2020. He's a in 2021. He's a four-win player. I think fine. Uh, but you're talking more about the playoffs, right? I mean, I doubt he's only a four-win player. I, I just want to say this: I want Bauer in the playoff game over David Price any day of the week. Right here, right now, I want that's, Bauer. That's fine. But what I'm also saying is, is like, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I do see what you're saying. But I'm also, again, saying I don't. I, it's just my. We're gonna have a disagreement there, and that's just gonna be as what it is because I don't think it's Bauer as good as you guys think he is. I don't know about Jackson. He's been kind of quiet so far, but I. Uh, I just don't think Bowers is as good as you guys think he is, and I think he's probably not making the Dodgers from the S tier team to the uh, the Dodgers to D whatever t- whatever tier above S tier. And I just don't think and the the Yankees I think are very competitive with the Dodgers. I don't think they're a better team by any means. I think they could easily they're be not in the series just as they're easily as Dodgers in the game. World Series maybe, Dodgers but they wouldn't be favored. Well, they, no, Christian would be favored, but I'm saying also. That's I think, the point. Yeah, but the Brewers could beat the oh, Dodgers so in the a series. Goal, Anyone could win any series. The goal is to win the World Series, and they did yes, what they could do the to goal. get better. Obviously, I don't think the Potter, I don't think the Dodgers made themselves significantly better than what they were. And you, I'm obviously, I don't think that's that. not. But that's yeah. not what I'm arguing. Yes, what are you arguing? What I'm arguing? 
No, what I'm arguing is that because Bauer was down to the Dodgers or the Mets, I, I think the Dodgers are rather saying, okay, we'll bite the bullet. We'll see what happens after after the end of the season, rather than letting him go to the Mets and having to face in the postseason potentially DeGrom, Bauer, Carrasco, Syndergaard, and Stroman. You're not, I'm sorry, you can do any rotation you want. You're not beating that rotation with any rotation you can throw out in the world. Right. That's all right, on the current, in the, the currently in Major League Baseball. In this hypothetical situation, let's say the Dodgers and the Mets meet up in the playoffs, right? The Mets would so, the Mets would probably beat them based on their starting right. pitching. Game one, you have DeGrom versus Kershaw. Bueller or or Bueller. Bueller. It'd be Bueller. But DeGrom would probably win that game. DeGrom's in the, DeGrom, DeGrom and the Mets win that game. Game two, what is it? Kershaw and Bauer. Kershaw. Or Carrasco. I think Kershaw. Well, Kershaw, Bauer's pitching game two. Like, okay, Carrasco Bauer's pitching game two. game two. I still think the Dodgers have that one. Then Carrasco you have, wins game three. But it, again, it's uh, not necessarily all. About it's not. Pitching. It's not just pitching though, because like the Dodgers no, have a better that. offense than the Mets. But the Dodgers oh, are significantly better. I don't know about significantly, but the Dodgers have the best lineup in baseball as well. And to to say that just Trevor Bauer by himself is going to make this team from here to here, I I don't buy it. And no, part of going them... from here to here is taking that second team and moving them down. Yeah, no, the Met. Okay, the Dodgers were here and the Mets were here. If the Mets, time, if the Mets with got Bauer, Bauer, I think they are. Yeah, with Bauer, they're definitely the second best team. All right, the time, let me explain it. If the Dodge, the Dodgers were here and the Mets were here before the Bauer and Turner signings, the Mets with Bauer are here. The Dodgers with Bauer now are here. So the gap between the Mets and the Dodgers widened, and then they brought back Turner, which made it even just. I, I mean, still it, think Bauer is as good as you guys say he is. But. Well, because a, you have because you have no idea what you're talking do, about. Right, there's really no point in continuing this, to debate this because we're going to keep saying the exact same things and we're sort of... Okay. I, I yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, if, okay. How's, we'll end it with this. Your time at a playoff series, I would rather have a lot more pitchers than Bauer than I would for a full season because Bauer is going to give me more innings than yeah. almost any right. pitcher. And he pitches league. deep into games. Yeah, He's I'm also better on short rest. All right. I, again, I'm also looking for the future. That's fine. I understand both sides of the argument. It can go either way. I can totally see why the Bauer signing was good. I don't think it's too great. I think it's all right. That's that's that. So that concludes our NL West grades. Well, we need we need a grade then. No, yeah. I agree. Oh, you guys didn't grade him? No, we are. Oh no. Uh, what did you give them? A, yeah, we were, no, right, fine. I'll go a, a minus B plus. Would you? Say I give a? them an A. I'm not giving them an A plus because that's only for the Padres. I'll give them an A as well. And I'll Jackson, give them an a. a. All right. Uh, so that concludes that, that now concludes our grading and review. We're going to be moving into our top 10 left field. I'm sorry, not left field. Whoa. Top 10 NLS players uh, going into 2021 season. Well, not going into 2021 season necessarily because I probably have a couple guys higher, but um, top 10 uh, players in the NLS. So I'll get started here. We'll, we'll just go around like we usually do, or we'll get their list out. At number 10, I have Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Clayton Kershaw. I have Trevor Bauer. I have San Diego Padres pitcher you Darvish. I have the aforementioned Trevor Bauer. And I have this is really low, and I understand this is low going in 2020. I'd probably have this guy top five, still a bit low, just based on my list that I made before, based on volume and what have you. I've had Tatis at nine. Okay, terrible already. Uh, I have Kershaw nine. This is what I'm going off of. I didn't just make this. Kershaw nine. I I have Trevor Bauer at nine. That's all. I got a U Darvish. And at number eight, I have Walker Bueller. Yeah, I also have Bueller here. Uh, I also have Bueller here. I have Justin Turner. And at number seven, I have Manny Machado. I have Trevor Story. Whoa. I only have position players. 
I, I'm not putting any more. There's no pictures ahead of everyone else I just named. Still seven. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have Clayton Kershaw at seven. I also have Clayton Kershaw at seven. And at number six, I have Max oh, Lindsay. <laughs> I forgot. Turner. I put Turner ahead of Story. That's my bad. I, I wanted Turner at seven. Okay. So you want Turner at seven and Story yeah. at six? six. Right. six no, no, uh, no. Yes, Story. Story at six. Yeah. I, I don't know why I completely blanked on that. Six. You have Story. I have Muncie. Who do you guys have? Wait, you have Muncie at six, Muncie right? At six. I have uh, Justin Turner. No, no, no. Wait, shit. I fucked that up. I have Manny Machado at six. And I have Blake Snell at six. Okay. Oh shit! I forgot snow. I love like snow. no. I don't. I didn't forget snow. Never mind. Fuck. So I, I, have, I have Turner. You have Turner uh, at. I, Turner is it, we're at five. Okay. Yeah, we're at five. We're at five. Okay. I have Machado here. I have Turner here. And I have one of my top three favorite pitchers in baseball, Walker Buehler. And then at number four, I have Corey Seager. Yeah, I also have Seager at four. Uh, I have Tatis Jr. at four. I also have Tatis at four. Okay, that's very fair. I have three-eyed yeah. story. Uh, I have Tatis Jr. At three, and then I have story at three. And I have story at three, and then we all have... And two and one. We all have Bellinger, and then Bellinger Bellinger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so we, uh, Tatis outside the top five. Yeah, that's crazy. Corey Seager is a top, five, is a right, top ten player. Real quick. I want to hear Clapping? your logic behind the story thing. What story thing? Story. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he's better than Machado, and he's not better than Seager. I was not better than Machado. Ah, he's significantly better than Manny Machado. Yeah. No, he's not. There's almost according zero. to what? I'll give you the benefit. According of the to me. <laughs> okay, well, so we've got story at we got story at a 124 WRC plus 1508 20 DRS. We got Machado. Okay, which is without that, and then Machado at 129. Uh, WRC plus zero outs above average. Because the, odd, the odds, the odds of Machado, ha- Machado's season was way down by his 2019, which was an anomaly. Machado I think is, it's one. not an anomaly. He goes like, yes. he, yeah, he's yeah, so inconsistent. Because he's very like, unlucky at times. It's not his fault. I think he's, I think he's more of a 125 weighted runs created plus player. And story's not. You think story's around like one? So, so, no, okay. How, never, how is, no, how is, how is 2019, how is 2019 a fluke if he had a 108 what, WRC plus 3.1 war 2019. 2017 was also bad. Not bad, but like, you know, not great. Yeah, no, I, I think those are two fluke years. Yeah. I don't think those are the normal. Two out of four. Yeah. So two out of four years are flukes. Well, the two prior. Wait, So why can't I just say the two good years are flukes and the good They're years not, were because, shorter? Be, because if you look at the batted ball data for those, if you look at the batted ball data for those years, he was a, he was still, he still had a high exit velocity and his max exit velocity was pretty solid as well. I think he just got pretty unlucky. I just, that's what I think it is. And I think he's. And, and, story, and Story's 2018 wasn't a fluke. Because, story 2018? Like, I don't care about stories 2018. No, 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 no it, was it was 2017. It was 2017 that was bad. No, no, no. I don't, no, I think, yeah, I think stories, I think stories poor years were also, I think stories poor years were also, I think, but I don't think he's a 125 video plus hitter. Why not? I don't think. Why not? He's been 124, and that was with a down year. I don't you think know, he's No, actually, that doesn't include a down year, because his down year was 17. All right, fine, whatever. Still, probably around there. But I also, our, if you... Our other, Main Even if you look at the fluke years, years, 364 expected win on base average, 346 in the other year, and then he's around 370, 360, 380. I think he's a much better hitter than he has giving him credit for. Wait, so Jackson right. doesn't have Machado top 10? I don't have Machado or Seager top 10. I don't have Seager either, but 
I put Machado at like 11, 12. Oh, yeah. I would have Seager at 11, and then probably Muncy at 12. Yeah. I think I put Muncy a bit too high just based on his second base. Eligibility. Yeah, I think you did too. 2018. Again, this is eligibility. Talking fantasy. This is for my top 100 list. So, um, again, going into 2021, I think Tatis is going to be probably three, two, maybe. Probably three. Probably three. Uh, three, three I'll, he's I'll say two. Bellinger. I'll say two. I'll say he's better than Bellinger. It, it's not. It's very close. In 2021, I don't think he'll be better than nine, just because of you know what I did on my my ranking before, just to keep my rankings all pretty consistent, um, which I think you guys can understand. I still don't understand. There's like zero argument for the story thing. Story hasn't had a 121 a higher weighting runs could bust in 121 since 2018. So. And he's an so elite he's, defender and, and plays in course. Okay, if you look at his DR, if, but if you, I would say that, but his DRC plus is also really similar. So it's not like we're talking about a guy who's like an, a Nolan Arenado situation. Are you, using, right? are you using DRC plus fish narrative here? Because you never usually mention DRC plus. I do use DRC no, plus. Does what use I, it I do use I mean, DRC I plus. I use it for course players a lot. Course players a lot because I think WRC plus. Wait, what about steamer projection? Let's take a look at. What about his steamer projection? I haven't taken a look at. I haven't looked. I really haven't looked at steamer projections for this. Well, let's take a look. Only for Tatis. Let's take a look. Only he's got a he's a four four win player. Machado is uh Machado's a four point six, but I don't think you can use steamer for Colorado players. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can. Oh, steamer actually really likes Machado. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't look at that before I made yeah, the list. But Steamer doesn't. I guess Steamer doesn't know that next year's an no, That's funny because you guys were like, "Oh, let's look at Steamer well, now." And once it doesn't fit your narrative, so I, I locked out there. Can well, I look at Steamer? Story. They have Steamer. Well, they have Story. Does not. Like I just Steamer. don't think it's accurate. No, Steamer doesn't like course players, though. Yeah, I know it doesn't. So that's yeah. why. I, but I said that before you guys started checking. I was like, "Hey, it doesn't like course players." But even then, well, I mean, I think it's. But I feel like Adier Machado is a real thing. Like I feel like we can kind of. I don't know like if it he's is. good every he's other 2015, year. He's 2015. No, he's 2015. 2015 he was good. Yeah, and then it's 2016. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think he's more of a, I think he's more of a uh, five-win player, and I think that's fair for him. I think that is fair for him. I think Loki Machado's on a Hall of Fame trajectory, but that's a whole different story. I he probably like, is. I don't understand it at all. I really just why. Don't. But I, I expected it's to you. His expected on base average was still pretty high those years. His I, mean, I, mean, I, I want to double check his WRC plus hitter, right? That's what huh? you said. Yeah, I think it could be a so the story yeah. is I'd say around 120 with better defense. It's probably is gonna be around 120. I don't know if he's gonna be around 120. It's gone down mm-hmm. every single year. He's no he hasn't had below 120 since well, he's been around. He's had it's just he's gone 117, 121, 120, and that's what steam rejection saying fuck you to, to course players. So assuming that goes up a bit, and he's already around, like I said, like James said, 124 since 2018. I don't really see a world where he's not around 120. And oh, and he probably around one thirty, maybe even like he maybe he also he also leads Machado in wins, uh, Fangraph award by one point six in last plate appearances. I don't know. I just think yeah, one point six. That, but that's really also consistent. with but that's also with Machado having that really bad, tw- not really bad, even in his really bad twenty eighteen. No, three we're not player. calling it really bad. Not twenty nineteen. But I, I put in quotations for his standards. A three a one hundred eight WRC plus is not Machado standards. Well, yeah, but even then, a 108 WRC Plus, he's still, I mean, he's always exactly, an elite defender. That's and, my point. You know, it's, he had a three-win season with a 108 WRC Plus. So if he puts around, he puts he put up a 140 well, the year before I think and a 140 the, reason the year after. Really, I think the reason you call it really bad is because he just signed a 10-year, $300 million contract, and you're supposed to 
you know, with those ones, you want to capitalize early, and early yeah, he was yeah. pretty terrible. So not terrible, but not it's worth three, it at he's all. He's a three win player, but I'm saying he's not a he. So he's a three win player in his player. down year. In his down year, he's a three win player. So I'm getting at his floor is a three win player, and his peak is a six. Yeah, six win player, and I think that's I think his higher ceiling is higher than Trevor Stories, who isn't a six win player for 2021. He hasn't been a six-win player. Well, he was close in 2019, but I don't think he's going to get close to that again. I think he'll be a five-win player, not a six-win player. I think Machado could be a six-win player. Can be, but will he? Be Probably. I, I mean, he put he was on that pace last year. Was he yeah, not? I mean, last year, so was Will Myers. It, but, but there's a difference. Will Myers didn't have that in 2018. You see, 2018, he was a six-win player. 2020, he was a six-win player. 2018, was a three-win player. 20, and and then he was a six-win player. He was a six-win player in 15 and 16, so. Yeah, but he was elite. For, he had 140. What did he have? 141 WRC plus? With I mean, that's 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 just, that's just, that's right. just and, amazing. And, and one thing that we can say about Machado that's, like, so great about him and I like a lot about him, he plays every single day. Yeah, he's very durable. He hasn't missed a significant amount of games since 2014. So I think it's fair to say he can be more valuable based on volume and because I think on a per rate basis, offense will be better. Uh, just overall, I, I it's again, I'm not arguing that it's definite, that it's impossible, but I, I literally have them one spot within each other. Like I, I'm using Jack's expression here. They're literally right next to each other, back to back on the wait, list. Wait, where'd you score or where'd you try to? I he had, had them five and six. He had story five. The problem is mainly Machado. He had story six and Machado five. I still think story should not. I don't think Machado should be that high. I don't. Why? Think that's really, I I don't understand uh, how you have. Don't wait, didn't didn't you high. have Turner ahead of Machado like literally yeah. three no, weeks I, ago? I I did uh, three weeks ago, but I I changed my mind because I forgot. Tur- I, I I just changed my mind about it. I think it's I I think it's I think I'm I'm feeling different about it now. <laughs> All right. This is for 2021, right? This is what we're talking for 2021. That's sort of. I mean, if I if we're going for 2021, I think Tati Senior is probably better than Story, but I'm not. But that's like such a risky pick. It's not a risky pick. Story hasn't been. Is not going to be better than Tati Senior. He's not a better hitter, and they're. He's not a better hitter. I don't know if you can say. I don't know if you can say that. Tati, yeah. all Tatis has to do is put up a 135 weighted run screen to plus and be an average all defender. He's going to blow him up. All, yeah. all he has to do is do 135. All he has to do is put up his – All he has to do – All he has to do is be a top five player you're saying all, all he has to do – All he has to do is have a career-worst WRC plus with average defense. Career-worst out of two seasons that he played half a year. Yeah, because he was – Because he's a really, really good baseball player. A very good – Elite shortstop. Is he not an elite shortstop? Is he not? That's why I'm the fourth. Is there a better offensive shortstop? Name me a better offensive shortstop other than maybe Xander Bogarts. Maybe. I mean, like, Correa is probably a better hitter. Correa? Correa? He's not a better hitter. Oh, Seeger. Seeger. Did you say Seeger? Similar. I didn't say Seeger. Wait, wait, James, who did you say? I didn't say say Correa, but Correa and Seeger both have injury issues. Yeah, no, well, Seeger's different. I think Seeger's injury issues are different. I think Seeger and Xander are the only guys who are offensively comparable to Tatis Jr. But they're both very, 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 I mean, they're, I mean, Xander Bogart is an awful defender. He's a below average defender. I think no, he's an awful stuff. defender. He's, it's, it's, it's not like the worst you've ever seen. Although, although Bogart always gets that, that high UZR that makes his F4 look good. No, I'm just saying he gets the Jeter treatment in terms of like, Yes, his DR, his, he has a very bad career DRS, but that's because he's playing shortstop literally nearly every single day 
like most like most bad defensive players don't play the position for their entire career every single day but Xander and, and Jeter do because they're the only, they're the best option because they're just that good offensively like I don't I'm not holding it against Xander. I, I don't I, I just don't see why Bogarts isn't a third baseman but that's a whole nother because Devers issue. why are you gonna put Devers I mean, I guess, but Devers Devers. that definitely matters. That definitely yeah, matters. Devers. He's just slow. Like, Bogart is no range. Shortstop. Just yeah. he's fine. He's a very good shortstop. That defensively, but, yeah, but he's, he's a overall, terrible shortstop. Like fine, he's still very for the position. He's still top five at his position. He's still better than most options you have. 90 percent of the league, he's better than at the shortstop position. So I mean, yeah, but. Defense I isn't. Be, as, I think he'd be better than more, better than more of the league as a third or second baseman. No, if he was a second baseman, he'd be the best second baseman in baseball. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he would be. Like it wouldn't but, even be close. But that's a different argument. I I think the issue. No, I don't have an issue with where the pitchers were ranked. I just have an issue with where Snell was ranked. That was the only pitcher I have an issue with because he cannot be the best pitcher in that division. He's not the best pitcher. No, no, no the second best, best pitcher. Best second best. Second best, excuse me. He's not the second best pitcher in the division. Didn't Jackson have him sixth? Jackson, Jackson had him sixth and Bueller fifth, and none of yeah. none of the rest of us had Snell on the list at all. So then he can't – yeah, he can't be a top two pitcher in his division. He simply cannot be. Not – not no. I just don't see it. He's not better it's than Snow. Bauer. Yeah, no, he's not. He's, he's not going to be better than – he's well, not going to be better just, than Kershaw. I was pretty Maybe. much sticking to my older list. Um, oh, oh, you so you didn't change? Okay, okay, that's fair. Well, I'm, guys, I I, I stick on. to my older list too, but I, I didn't. Had, I had Snell super low on my older list because he doesn't throw enough innings. Yeah, no, I've, I'm converted to he's a system pitcher religion. He's a system pitcher. I wouldn't call him a system pitcher. No, I just don't think pitcher. he's. I just don't think like he's throwing more than an inning less per game than Bauer. Right. No, obviously. Okay. System pitcher. Yeah. I know I'm exaggerating. That's more for the comedic effect, but I do, but I get what you're saying. And it saying. wasn't like, funny. So well, guess what? I tried. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, nah, I agree with you on that point. I think Bauer is better than Snell, uh, at least based on. I think Kershaw is too. And Bueller yeah. and Darvish. Uh, uh, Musgrove is going to be the best pitcher in this division one day, one day, just one day. Uh, Absolutely uh, not. They will not be coming. <laughs> We're kind of spending a lot of time on this. Period. All right. So, Top 10 uh, NOS players cumulative. That's kind of what we just did. So No, cumulative. No, we don't need to do a cumulative. That's really weird. Did, oh, yeah. I guess we could. Go ahead. Go for it. And number one, this is oh, obviously Lynn, and then two is Bellinger. Yeah. Yeah, we have Betts. We have Bellinger. And then at number three, we have Story. Four, nice. we have Tatis Jr. Five, we have Justin Turner. Six and seven are tied between Machado and Bueller. Uh, Seager at eight, Kershaw nine, and a tie for 10 between Muncie and Snell, who both got a sixth place finish from one person and nobody else had them on their list. How did Bauer get snubbed? Because we had, because he, because only, well, you know why Bauer got snubbed? Because Muncie and Snell were at six when they shouldn't have been. Okay, that makes sense. That's okay. fine. Bang. All right, that Sorry. concludes our. Muba's going to write an angry review. We have something more with the NLS. You guys like the, the word draft so much. We're doing a word draft. We're taking three players, you know, four players per uh, uh, division. We're doing one outfielder, one infielder, one starter, one reliever. Is that how we're doing it? Yes, one starter. Sir. Yeah. No, Wait, pitcher, was it no, one, no one pitcher, one outfielder, one right. infielder, and one utility. Never mind. All right. So what's the draft order? The first pick? I'm first. Ryan, I think Ryan. it was Ryan, you, me, Jackson. No, it's Ryan. Yeah. Four rounds. That's well, he says the order it is on the spreadsheet. So, yeah, yeah. 
Yep. All right, go ahead, Ryan. First pick, you're taking. Dak. You fuck this up, Jackson. With the uh, first overall pick in the war draft, Ryan will be selecting Mookie Betts, Los Angeles Dodgers. All right, and I'm taking Bellinger, obviously. No, fuck, not Bellinger. I'm not taking Bellinger. No, you- I'm, taking, I'm taking Tatis. Get fucked. Let's go. How could you do that? Bellinger's Fire right there. Let's go. Tatis, number two. All right, Bellinger's well, then better. I'll take Bellinger. Yeah, That's a steal. <laughs> Bellinger is a better player. Fire Ooh. me up, boys. This oh, is a tough thing. You and your Bellinger coming in odd year, whatever. Um, hold on, let me. I gotta think of something. Okay, so they don't have a third baseman. They don't have a third baseman. I'll go Justin Turner because. Uh, okay, well, it's all infielders. Yeah. You don't have to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. But I'll still take him. I'll still take him for reasons unbeknownst to me. But I'll take him. Who's uh, the other guy you want? Next pick. I'll go Walker Bueller. Nice. And, and James, you're up. I will take. I'll take. Hold on. We're holding. Oh, fuck you. I'll take Machado. Hey. Um. Fuck. I should. I could have taken Story, but I want Machado. So you took an infielder, Jack. <laughs> fuck. Uh. I'm After all the Machado. argument that Story's better than him, I'm still taking Machado. I'm gonna take because you're converting to steamer, steamer. Baby. Shit, who do I take? I really shouldn't have taken tattoos because there's so many better infielders. Just take it out of it. Stupid. Uh, yeah, get your get your hands on Tommy Fan. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Fan. We'll go with um, Trent, 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 Trent Bauer, Trevor LeBauer. Fuck my life. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so I'm going. And merchant. And I'm going to be taking uh, my infielder. I'm going to be taking for the Los Angeles Dodgers again. I'm going to be taking Corey Seager. And can you take a utility pitcher? Is this a thing? Yes. Yeah. You can take okay. any player at any position, I believe. Okay. And for my pitching, uh, I will take my boy, the man, Kirsch, baby. Kirsch, baby. Let's right. go. He's not going to give you 200 innings. Okay. So Kirsch, athlete. baby. Need to take an outfield here. here. So no, he can take there. anything. Uh, I gotta try to here. It's it's Ryan. It's Ryan's turn. No, he just no I Ryan picked two. I picked Kershaw and Seager. And I went Grisham. Oh shit! I'm a dumbass. Okay. Correct. <sighs> Who did you take, Jack? Grisham. I interesting. That's, that's an interesting choice. Center field is gonna get inflated, and he's got good steamer stuff, and there's like no outfielders. All right, I'll take uh, I'll take you, Darvish. Hold on. My uh, internet's going right now. Um, okay, I'll take. I'll put him in. Okay, I'll take. Uh, hmm. I guess no one's no one's taking him, so I'll take Trevor Story. And I kind of uh, want. Yeah. And uh, just for the just for the culture, I'll take Blake Snell. Oh no, I so, can't. I'm sorry, I can't. I'll take. Uh, I need an outfielder, right? So let's go. Rockies don't have one. Dodgers. I think it's. I think you're Shremsky or Fam, right? I'll take. I'll take Yaz. But that was a good pick. But I think Grisham have higher work. Okay. He was no one asked. So. All right. I can take anybody. And so I will take. Catal Marte. Catal Marte. Catal Marte. Um, 
my utility, I'm probably gonna go with a pitcher. Kind of have to. There's like really nobody else, right? Am I forgetting anybody? Not really. First baseman not gonna have a high war shit. So CJ Brown. Why would I tell you? I didn't ask you to tell me what the fuck. I don't. Yeah, I, uh, I uh, who do I go with here? Blake Snell, no, not Blake Snell, not Blake Snell. But you just had him at number fucking six on your list. I I go. No, it was Jackson. Oh, I was gonna. I was trying to take him. I was like, oh, I'll just take Snell. I'm gonna take Darvish. Should I fucking take Snell? I think I probably should. Right? It's either him or another player. Obviously, you take Musgrove or Lamette. Ryan. Ryan is very ready for this pick. I'm going with. He's taking Musgrove. I'm going with. Do I take Musgrove? Maybe I kind of like Musgrove. Bro, if you do that, I might hurt you. I'm gonna hurt you in cold blood. I hate you so much. I hate. Not Will Smith. Nah, I'm kidding. Not Will Smith. Nah, I was. <laughs> JK, I wasn't taking Joe Musgrove. Put me up, baby. Let me get that splitter action. Be some Kevin Gosman, baby. Let's go. Be some Kevin Gosman, baby. Let's go. That makes no sense, baby. No, it oh, does. Blake, he's, no. He's the, you can't, I can't take Blake Snell. I thought you took Blake Snell already. No, no I can take Blake Snell. Oh, I thought Jackson did. Didn't Jackson well, say it was too late? I tried to. And I was like, no, I can't. I took story. Oh, okay. So I'll take God. Get, get me up with Goldsman, baby. Let's go. Fire me, baby. Let's go. Kevin, wait, wait, what if he gets traded? Does that mean his war doesn't count? What? what? No, it yeah. would still count. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but fuck me up, baby. Give me some no, Kevin Goldsman action. Kevin Give me up, baby. No, 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 he's gonna be better. He's gonna be better, baby. Shut up. He's gonna be better. Gosman for life. I like my team. I think I'm gonna win. We still have a couple more picks. We still have another round. I know we don't. I didn't take a reliever. We're not taking relievers. All right. Okay. We're good. We're good. So comment below. Let us know. We're gonna post an Instagram post for this. Crushing nerds. Our social media managers are gonna get that together. Um, James, I have a post for this. Make sure to comment below. I had the best team because I clearly did. Um, that's gonna do it yeah. for this part of our podcast. Trivia is you took Joe Musgrove. Next, trivia. Yeah, next. no, you took uh, Musgrove. You took Musgrove or Snell. At least I took a better picture than Musgrove. Shut up. Trivia, trivia time. I'm winning by a lot in trivia. So you're winning oh, 71 of we, we got some. Uh, we got some NLS trivia. All right, all right, Jack. We'll start with you. Your easy oh. question: Who has the most NLS division titles? Dodgers? Yes. That was easy. It was supposed to be easy. Okay. Which, I was, I was gonna get really fucked up instead of the Giants. That was a layup. Which team won their last NOS division title in 2006? This is for Ryan. This is their most recent division title. Okay. So I know the Rockies have never won one. The Dodgers definitely know. Uh, the Giants know. Maybe. I know the Padres are a wild card team. I don't know if the Giants won the division in 2010. Um, I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks. I thought they won in 06. I, no, they didn't. They won it later. They All won right, it later. Jack. Fuck. Give me that. Layup. Can I answer? Yes. Yes. Repeat that. The Sam D. Padres. You said the Padres. Just give them the yeah, point. Yeah, I know, but I, I just wanted to rub it in a little bit. I thought they were a wild card team that year. What the hell? All right. This team won their first division title, NOS division title in 1999. This is for Jack. It's for me? 
Yeah. San Diego Padres. You're wrong, Ryan. Wrong. Fuck you me. said last division title? Their first division title in 1999. Uh, was it the Diamondbacks? Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, is that the Padres or Diamondbacks? Well, it wasn't the Padres because they the won, Padres won it in, in the eighties. They didn't go to win the World Series. They went to one, so they won it eighty four. Yeah, in eighty four, they definitely won. Eighty four. Yeah, not eighty six. What the hell are we talking about? Eighty four was their first one, and then they won another the one. Slip. I get it. All right. All right. Ninety six. Okay? All right. Who, no, I'm rubbing who, that one in, Jack. Ryan, who won the first NL West division crown in nineteen sixty nine? Who won the first one? Ooh, the NL West was a thing, and oh yeah, it was the NL Central was a th- wasn't a thing then. Okay. Uh, Rockies weren't around. Diamondbacks weren't around. Oh wait, it it could be any team, right? It, it's not an NL. It could be any team because the NL West was expanded. I know the answer. Was, to this, by the way. I'm sure. They had the, they had they had a lot of teams in there. Ryan, you, you got to know this because I know the answer. And was it the Dodgers? It was not the Dodgers. Ooh, I believe. It? Fuck, I don't actually know the answer, but it was an NL West. It was like a bunch of teams, right? Yes. So I I think from what I remember. I could be very, very. This might be very, very wrong. I like this could be really, really. I'm gonna look really. Just guess it. I could look really, really good or really. Just guess it. Just guess it. Just guess it. Full send, baby. You're right. Oh yeah, I forgot they were in the West, which makes still no sense to me. But no, they were in the West until for a very long time. I know they were until the '90s. They were in the West. Yeah. Until ninety. Until the '94 strike. Cowboys being the East. Yeah, makes the no Cowboys sense. in the East makes a little more sense. Than Miami the fucking... in the Miami in the East makes no sense. Why are the Dolphins in the East and the or, Bucks uh, in the South? In the East, so. Because the they're in, in the different South. conferences, AFC, NFC, and they're... Does it, it does not matter. It and Miami's matter. East of Tampa. Yeah, and yeah, Miami's literally South. on the East Coast. Okay, you know what? Different story. Whatever. Different. Different. Ryan I, being a dumbass. No, so what is it? It's se- wait. Who got the points there? Jack did. Jack so. did. 76-43. Okay. Who was the first NL West team to win the World Series in the NL West, like as an NL West team? This is pretty difficult. I'll give you until my clock hits 649. I don't care when your clock hits. When it's 647 anyways, but whatever. Um, I'll go with uh, Cincinnati Reds. What the fuck? Is that right? Yes. Which team has only won one NL West division title, and they won it winning a tiebreaker game over the Los Angeles title, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers? They only have one in their history, and they won it in a tiebreaker game over the okay. Dodgers. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. This spans all of the history of the NL West, right? So it's Maybe. not limited to those five teams. Okay. Rockies, again, have never won an NL West. Dodgers have won multiple. Giants have won multiple. They Padres came close, have... and then they lost, and then beat us in the wild card game. What the fuck? Beat you in the wild card game? No, I'm, so, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Rockies. Oh yeah, yeah. They lost the tie. Yeah, they lost that tiebreaker. That was one of their first. Uh, I know that the. Oh, I, I can't just think of those teams. Their last one was one that's that the time you're talking about tiebreaker over the Dodgers. Frick, man. Um, I don't know. I don't I, know. I literally have zero idea, but I think James, you know what? You know, I actually Ryan winning, 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 this, right? They won it, right? I think they I won, won it over the Dodgers in a tiebreaker. 
Oh no, no, that's a different because the, the Giants. All right, let's that go. Game. Let's go. Um, okay. We're gonna talk, we're gonna go, we're gonna roll dice, we're gonna just give out a guessing team. I don't know if this team even played in the goddamn West. We're gonna roll the dice, baby. Give me the uh was it the same does Cardinals play in the West? The Cardinals play in the West ever? I don't know if they did. Actually, I know they didn't, but you're wrong. I I'm know. Gonna, you know what? If I get this right, I hate what do it. I do if I get this right? Nothing. Just say it. I'll stare at my light for five seconds consecutively, which is causing them men's pain. Just is say it. Guy. So Albert Pujols broke this team's closer. Bradley. No. no. Am I right? They weren't a West team. The fucking Houston. Astros, am no, I right? Yeah, because they were an NLS team before they were an NL Central team before oh, they are now an ALS. How do you not remember? James can always throw that shit. You gotta know. See, this is what happens when you're losing by. Four. And this, this is what happens when you have literally half his points. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's, it's eighty. I feel like epi- what's it? Episode fourteen. So, yes. so we'll do next one and then we'll reset. Is it fourteen or thirteen? Am I like? No, I think it might be. Do you want to do some extreme trivia that you won't extreme ever get for ten points? Ask me too, that. though. What? You know what? We'll do. These questions are worth forty-three points, so Ryan can get it. Ryan. He ties Jack. All right, is all right. Ready for the? All how many right. questions? This is, many hey, this is only episode thirteen, unless we have another one that we haven't posted. No, so I'm stupid. stupid. Uh, we can Wait, do. Exactly. Uh, how many questions are you doing? This will be this will be a Dodgers question because you know they're in the NL West. Uh, so, which Dodgers pitcher both won and lost a World Series clincher at the old Yankee Stadium? Remember, these are supposed to be too hard that you know, that you don't know. So, uh, shit, dude. I'm thinking MLB the show players, if I'm being honest. Wait, so this is another, this is another question? Yeah, I, we'll just what, what's the question? If anyone gets it. Anyone what's the question? It. Which Dodgers pitcher both won and lost the World Series clincher at the old Yankee Stadium? Uh, a long clincher. Clincher. I'm going to pull out the name. I'm gonna, do we get multiple guesses or just one? Uh, the first guess is worth 43 points. Second guess would be 20. And third guess would be 10. Oh, so I get this. I can catch up with Jack. Yes. Yeah. That's the point. Oh, but this, oh, this could be oh, this. Like this is this is probably a Brooklyn Dodger. Yeah. What the fuck, James? What? Did you say, we're did you all guessing, are we not? Yeah. You don't have to say that. Oh, we're all guessing. Wait, you're probably yeah. guessing. I'll, okay, I'll so I I'll know. T- I'll tie Ryan. I know the with, era with he's one talking one. about because, uh, but I'm not gonna say it. But I know what era he's talking about. I did too. Yeah. No. Yeah, I do. It's, it's got to be in like the 40s. No, well, yeah, but a certain stretch is what. Oh, no, 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 he's right. There is another time period you could be talking about. It could there be was, like the 1910s, but if it no, is, no, 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 it wasn't that. that. So what are the odds that any of us gets this? I want it. Okay, very low. Is it I like a? Pay, is it a person we're gonna know or no? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, so good luck. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike. Just Mike. It's not Mike. It's not Mike. <laughs> uh, here, I'll give you the years, and I'll make it worth 20 points. Okay. So okay. he lost game six in 1977, and he what? won game six in 1981. So that's not Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh, so it wasn't no. consecutive. I thought it was consecutive. No. No. Oh, okay. That's okay. 
Um, and 81 was the last time the Yankees went to the World Series, I think, until Mike 96. Marshall? Who? Mike, Mike Marshall. Marshall. No. Um, was it? Ooh. No, 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 no. That guy, he pitched. That's that's a little too – that's way too early for him to have been I'm in the league. Out. This is way too hard. Jackson, private message. <laughs> I'm going to – I'm going to – can I give you two guesses? You get – yeah, you can give me two guesses. You get three, he Don, said. Was Don Drysdale in this – was he in that time era? I don't know. No, I don't think he was. Private message to me. I want to know what it is. All right. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you're not getting this. I'm sorry. No Did you really you really collabed with this WLB words guy? He's a stud. It's a it's a funny name. I'll, I'll give you that. He's a stud. It's a funny name. Only facts. Anyways, Ryan, you're not gonna. There's really no. Game. I, I want to say a certain name, but I know if I say it, I'm gonna like never be able. You have to like bleep it out. Okay. Go ahead. I don't think it's the right name then. <laughs> okay, because yeah, I, I wanted to guess it. <laughs> I think close. What? Who is this guy? I gotta look up this guy. Hold on. <laughs> it's it's the I was okay. Wait, let me send me send me the answer to Jackson. I give up. I mean, it's way too hard. Is it, it is it okay? You have to bleep it out if I guess this name because I want to guess this name. So guess it. It's fun. I don't think he was even a pitcher though. Who is this guy? Wait, but I don't want to give Jackson extra work though because if I say it, it's gonna like it's gonna like so much. Well, time. I mean, just say it. If it, say it, say it, say it. it's if it's a real name like. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's the boy Rusty Cunts. That boy. Wait, was it him? <laughs> you don't need to bleep that out. That's his name. No, it's not Rusty Cunts. <laughs> no. Oh, I know who this is. I, I know who it is. I know the answer. Yeah. I think I know the answer. It's way too hard. There's literally no way. You know what? I bet the farm. I give you access to the Emily Nerds account if you, if you answer it. So, yeah, but what yeah, is he gonna do with your account? Game. He doesn't I know, want. I'm it. just saying. No, nah, if I had his account, I would just post like I, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. White Sox propaganda. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. No, I would do that. I'm pro White Sox. I'm pro White Sox now than I was like two months ago. Fuck the White Sox. But anyways, Ryan, do you have any more guesses? Because nah, I don't. It is Mr. Bert Hooten. Bert Hooten. Who the fuck are you? All right, so we are officially at. Uh, 86 to 43 on trivia. Kind of sad. That'll do it for today's podcast, episode number 13. Uh, big thank you uh, again to Rollins for sponsoring today's podcast. Make sure you go follow Ryan or subscribe to Ryan on Facts. at Yankee Stat Talk. Go follow me on Instagram at Illuminators if you already don't. Um, make sure you go follow the socials. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff there with the social media manager uh, at Deep Drive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> it's been a deep drive to left field by Castellanos, and we will see you in episode number... Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.